everybody. Welcome to Get Up With God. Good to see you this morning. Thanks for joining live. We're here to bring you another wonderful day of prayer and reading the word of a devotional this morning, maybe even some news articles, and hopefully we'll get some revelation from the Lord. I'm believing in faith that we will. But it's so good to see you this morning. Hope you're having a great day so far and uh, not much to the day. It's only 6 a.m., but we're going to make it a great day. Wouldn't you agree? So glad to see you this morning. Let's get into the Bible. Open with me in your Bible to Mark 11. We're going to read out of Mark 11 this morning. And uh, as I promised you, we've got some news articles we're going to read. We've got some uh, uh, scriptures we're going to go over. We're going to pray a little bit. Um, Always, as remember, you can always subscribe to some of my stuff on different websites. You can go to uh, Twitch, Twitter, uh, YouTube, and check out DylanMaverick.com. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. You can, uh, if if you don't know what to pray and how to introduce somebody to Jesus, you can do that on DylanMaverick.com. I've got a link for you. It says Meet Jesus. You can send somebody there if you don't um, have another prayer that you can give them. And it's very easy to lead someone to the Lord. But there's a lot of cool stuff you can do. I'm believing God for 420 people to partner with Get Up With God uh, on a monthly basis so that we can reach the world and reach as many people as we can to get this message out. So pray about it. Ask the Lord if he'd have you be a partner with us. But you can check all that out at DylanMaverick.com. Make sure you spell it like it's spelled on the screen because everybody spells my name Dillian Maverick. So it's actually Dylan Maverick. But you can check it out there. And there's a lot of information, cool stuff on there. But without further ado... Let's get into the scripture. Let's pray this morning. Are you so excited to be alive, be here, especially with me at six in the morning? Where, you know, where else could you be that's, that's this great? So let's get into the Bible. Let's pray, and um, we'll see what the world's dealing with today and how we as Christians can conquer. We're more than conquerors. Glory to God. Let me read a quick scripture to you guys. Let me read a quick scripture. Let me pull it up here to start our day. Um, we are more than conquerors. You know, God always causes us to triumph in everything that we do. Isn't that a wonderful thing? A wonderful, wonderful thing that we always are. We always triumph in everything that we do. And I have this uh, scripture, actually. It's if you've ever been to my uh, Twitter page, it's on the very top of my Twitter. Um, it says always at the top. And I was going to put it up there, but I'm not. And, uh, it's a great scripture for standing on the word, believing God for things that, um, that are taking some time to come through because, um, God always causes us to triumph, not a couple times. So let me read this to you out of second Corinthians chapter two, verse 14. Now, thanks be unto God who always leads us into triumph or always causes us to try to, con- uh, to conquer. Glory to the God of all the universe. How awesome is that? He always causes us to triumph. Well, I'm going to triumph today. We're going to have a great day today. And I choose victory, no matter what's going on in the world, for my family, for myself, for my church, for my workplace, for my business, everything that I'm involved in, I choose victory. Do you agree? I totally agree with that. So let's read the word this morning. It's good to see you guys. Thanks for everybody that's commenting. I'll greet you guys here in just a minute. I see all the comments coming in, but let's go ahead and get into the Bible this morning. Let me adjust this here. I'll make sure we're all set where I want to be and, uh, and we'll go from here. So Lord, we thank you for this day. We give you the praise, the glory, the honor. We thank you. We love you. We worship you. 
We give you all the praise and the glory. We give you this time. We give you our morning. We give you our attention. We give you our lives, Lord. This is just one small form, one small way that we can give you our life and our time as we dedicate the first part of our day to you. We give this time to you. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We give you all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Well, um, Mark 11, we'll get to that in just a second, but I put up some news articles, um, some interesting things that are going on, and I like to keep people that watch the show and other places and listen uh, later on podcasts or wherever you watch or listen from um, abreast to what's going on on the earth and in our country especially. Um, and some things happened yesterday over the past couple days that I think are interesting and worth a read and worth a share. And so um, one thing I saw, I want to share this with you guys, I thought was very, very interesting was the fact that um, um, there was a poll that came out. I want to share this poll with you guys because we're talking about kids, um, younger people. And this is very important. Listen, to, check this out. I, it says here in 1991, 87% of people aged 18 to 35 were Christians. 8% of them identified as religiously unaffiliated. Um, 1998, you go to that same time frame. Hold on, I'm pulling up so I can see it a little better. So 1991, 87% of people aged 18 to 35. So these are people coming out of the 80s that were 18 to 35 were Christians. 8% of them identified as reg of religiously unaffiliated. So 8% were religiously unaffiliated. 87% of 18 to 35 year olds. Just seven years later in 98, 73% of young people were Christians a 14-point drop, 21% of young people identified as none. Increase, 13% increase, 21% of young people. Um, America lost its religion in the 90s. Um, this is a poll. I'm not saying this is what we have to live by or whatever, you know, whatever the case is, but this is a poll that was taken in the late 90s, and I, I thought it was interesting for especially what's going on today's society with children is – Children grow up, and I know that sounds deep, right? That's a deep saying that I'm telling you. Children grow up, but the reality is, is that is what we instill in them, what we teach them young, what they they will grow up in. They will become um, adults at some point. They will um, they will begin to lead a nation, or um, you know whether whether you like it or not, they're going to lead in some capacity. Um, younger people and even whatever position in life that they get into and what they're taught at this young age, what the parents instill inside of them, what the parents believe. And that's where it really roots from is where the parents believe. Where is the, where is this uh, belief system or these um, core beliefs and these core attributes stemming from and coming from that's leading kids during, to a, be a certain way? Um, one other thing I had seen was... Uh, um, another article from about this, uh, the bill that passed here in Florida. Uh, you can check this out. Uh, this is the mayor from, um, from New York and he launched a, uh, an ad campaign and he's putting them up through Florida. You may see them. If you've seen them, uh, let me know, put on the comment section. If you've seen any of these billboards, I don't know if they've actually gone up yet. 
but he's launching Florida ads, billboards, that denounces the law. And it's not a law against LBGTQ talk. It's a law against any talk to a five-year-old about sexual orientation and things like that. And um, the New York mayor is launching a campaign, and you can go back and read the article. Um, credit to Newsmax for this, um, for, for putting this out. But new, the, the article basically it goes through what the campaign that he's trying to launch is and welcomes people, says move from Florida. Essentially, you know, they say we don't we, we still talk about LGBTQ and uh, all the other sex sexual orientations, all the things. Look, would you feel the same way if, they, if you found out it was the bus driver talking to your six year old? Would that make you feel better? You know, if it was the garbage men, as they came pick up the trash, they were talking to your kids about sex. I mean, at what point do you stop? What point do you say, no, we're not going to do that? And uh, the reality of it is it's it's misguided information that they're saying it's not a it's a don't say gay bill. No, it's not about that. We're we're limiting the exposure to certain things for our children and giving the rights to the parents to make that decision. Totally agree with it. Have no problem with it. Um and it's a, a great thing to stand for, especially this time in our country. We've got to believe. I mean, and that was that poll that I just showed you was from 1998. From 1998, we th- there was a 12 point drop over seven years, or a, what was it, a 14 point drop over seven years uh, in the 90s, a 14 point drop and a 13 point increase for for young people. We call them young adults, 18 to 35-year-olds, that have dropped off from Christianity, didn't call themselves Christian. Well, we're 22, 23, what, 25 years later now into 2022. I mean, I'd like to see those numbers now. I'll do a little research after, you know, later today at some point and see if I can find an updated poll for 20. I mean, you could do a Google search. I'm I'm sure you could find it, but you'd want to look at a credible source like the rest um, the, uh, I forget the name of it, but there's large polls that pull, you know, thousands of people, not just like a group of a hundred people at Harvard that <laughs> skews the, the poll anyway. And, you know, so you want to, we want to find an accurate poll, but I, I guarantee you that it's lower, um, now as it progresses. But let me tell you this though, the Christians that remain and that are still we're, we have all the anointing, all the power that we've ever had or ever needed. There's nothing, nothing's ever changed about that. And we've got to continue in the word of God. We've got to continue on the foundational things that we've been taught and that we stand for. This is a, um, this is not a time to become open, <laughs> open-minded and curious about maybe there is a different way. Maybe there is, you know, uh, aliens maybe they <laughs> now's not the time to become this open now's the time to be hardcore strict on the word of god disciplined on the things of god and 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 even more so that's what the bible says in in second timothy is par in the la, la, the last days in the end times parallel perilous times will come perilous days people will become lovers of themselves They'll forsake the power of God and, and they'll be looking for other sources of things. This is the times that we're living in. It's, it's not unexpected, but we can't, we can't start to stray off. And, uh, 
And so one of the important things that I wanted to talk about here is in Mark eleven twenty two. the Lord, you know, this morning uh, woke up, I was woken pretty early and um, laying in the bed and the Lord started dealing with me and some scriptures. And this is one that he brought up to me. And then I knew the scripture and I can't explain the depth of the reality of the revelation that I was given on it, but I can read it to you and then we can kind of share it together and, and, ex, and explain on it. But the, but in all in through all this, the Lord's kind of dealing with me about uh, money and economics within our country and especially economics for the Christian. And we, there's no, there's no mystery that the people that have say or that make an impact uh, have some money and are able to send that money and do things with that money to make an impact on people and make an impact on movements and make an impact on laws and you know everything that comes with that. And the Lord was just dealing with me on certain things about that this morning, just about in regards to uh, where our money is. And, and I posted this yesterday on, on the devotional for today, but uh, it's super important to uh, get our money right and be in the right position, but it's more than just money. It's about a, uh, let's read this. Let's go into Mark eleven twenty four. Turn there in your Bible. Let me greet some people this morning. If you're with me on uh, Twitter, thank you so much for watching on Twitter. Uh, I know we're building our audience there as well. So if you wouldn't mind, hit the star, hit the heart button on there, like the post, and then retweet it onto your Twitter and uh, that will get the word out to other people. Share it on your page. That would be amazing. If you're on Twitch, thanks for joining on Twitch. Um, I'm still learning about that program. I um, was chatting with somebody yesterday, and um, we've got some some people that watch on, on Twitch live and then um, still learning about that program. But I think it's great. I wanted to reach as many people as I could via video. And so we're streaming to as many platforms as we can. But if you're watching on Twitch, thank you so much for watching. Be sure to participate. I can at least see your comments. I can't see all of the involvement and all of the um, icons and you know ways to post on Twitch through StreamYard, StreamYard, which is the platform I use. But if you comment, I can definitely see your comments and see when you're commenting. And uh, just participate in that regard and let me know that you're watching. If you're on Facebook, thanks for watching. Everybody that's on Facebook Live and, uh, of course, YouTube. You know, a lot of people don't watch live on YouTube. I've got to build that audience as well. But, you know, all great platforms to stream from. And, of course, if you're listening by uh, audio podcast, whether it's uh, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're watching from, Amazon Music, uh, thank you for listening um, and joining us on that platform as well. But everybody that's on, thank you guys. Good morning. Claudette, good to see you. Mom, good to see you this morning. Brother Randy and Donnie. Thank you guys for being on here live commenting. I see you guys. Elaine, good to see you this morning. Uh, Willie, good to see you, brother. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Mama Connie, I see you there. Good to see you. Danielle, it's good to see you this morning. Jared, Mandy, thank you guys for watching live. I see you on here. Jessica, good to see you this morning. Everybody that's here, thank you guys. And if I missed you, I apologize. It's not intentional at all. Um, but I see the comments are starting to stroll in. Lois, good to see you. Thanks for joining live this morning. And uh, Keith and Becky, I see you guys on their best. Good to see you. Good to see you. Holly, good to see you this morning. Thanks for joining. appreciate everybody that's on here and all the comments, everybody that's with me. Thank you guys so much. In Jesus' name, let's get started. Ready? Um, Mark 11, let's start in verse... Um, let's start in verse 22. 
Oh, thank you, Lord. Ready? Let's read. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever, that's you, that's you and me, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but believe the things that he says shall come to pass. He'll have whatever he says. Now, that doesn't mean he'll have whatever God approves of that he says. No, no. You'll have whatever you say. Your confession holds power that that brings to pass real things. Not immediately. It, it you know it could take a little time for the mountain to move into the ocean, but it it does move into the ocean. But when you say it's not a magic potion that you say it and poof, think something happens. Words contain power, like uh, a moving of a of a uh, like a tilling of a toy of a of soil, and as you till that soil up and you plant a seed with a word that seed gets planted and it starts to immediately root into the ground within hours within you know a very short amount of time and then a harvest will come of that and uh, um, once it's sprouted trees grow very very big once it's sprouted though but the beginning process of it can seem like it takes a long time which is why I wanted to read this so let's jump into 24 which is where I wanted to get to Therefore, I say unto you, what things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So what things you desire now talking about some different things like you can put whatever perspective of is that you desire that he didn't limit it to anything. Jesus didn't say what things ever desire when you pray, if it's in regards to money. He didn't say what things soever you desire when you pray or whatever you pray about. If it is in regards to um, salvation or if it's in regards to um, healing, if it, he didn't put a limit to it. He said, whatever it is that you desire when you pray, believe that you receive it. So let me put one uh, twist on it and then we'll go back to um, economics and money here in a second. But let's put another spin on this. You desire a, a change in your nation. Well, that's a prayer of intercession for, for things, for other people and things like that. Well, if you desire a change in the nation and, and seeing some elements change, if you desire that when you pray, you need to believe you've received that immediately and you should start acting different as soon as you've prayed. You, you, don't, you don't walk around. Like I've seen such miserable people when you talk about the gas prices, when you talk about, uh, when you bring up anything related to economics or the state of the country. Now, I bring realistic facts and, you know, articles and things that are going on. But let me tell you something, it don't affect my day. Like, it, it, I really don't become affected by it. I'm very passionate about it. And you may hear that in my voice or if I've ever preached something, I may get very passionate and vocal about it. But it doesn't mean that. It, you know, I'm sitting in a corner and, you know, clenching my fists and anger rocking back and forth. Not really at all. I really, I could care less really about, um, the, 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 I don't take the burden of it on. I should say I've received what I prayed for already. And that's, uh, and then I carry out activity behind what I've said that corresponds with what I'm believing for. Let me say that again. 
I carry out certain activities and actions that back up what I've believed I've received according to the scripture that carry out the thing that I'm believing for, whatever it is. So if I want change in my nation, right, and I want to see different things impacted, well, there's certain activities I'm going to do or, or not do that backs up the results of what I'm believing for to happen. You know, I'm not about to take my children to Disney World, my child to Disney World. I don't have multiple children. I guess you could call my little wiener dogs children, but I would never take them to Disney World, ever. Disney World or in a social setting, ever, never. Because they're the, it would be the, that would drive me crazy. That would make me, that would make me, make me mad is those animals in a social setting. But, but back to my point is if you're believing for a change and you see a, uh, a, a behemoth like Disney, a corporation like Disney infiltrating the children's lives and trying to make impact on their lives without, uh, any biblical sense to it. And it's completely demonic. I'm not going to support that. I'm going to back up activity. Now that's not the answer. In other words, that's not the, that's not going to drive the change immediately and that's I'm not the source of the change for the thing that I desire in the nation but my activity behind that is going to back up what I'm believing to happen so let's relate this to money if you're believing and you desire increase financially you believe when you pray that you receive the thing that you believe for a better job you want a better job today you pray and speak to the job that you want, call it in. Well, immediately you believe that you've received that job. If you really truly believe that, even in the midst of a job that you don't like or a job that doesn't pay you enough or a job that doesn't give you the schedule that you desire, you act, think, feel, believe differently because you've already got the new job. If you need a new vehicle, you need something that's uh, more economically efficient or you want something that just looks nicer. You know, it's okay to, to want something because you like it better. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you're feel it's okay to feel happy. You know, I've met so many miserable Christians that just don't, they don't, you know, they let the circumstances run their life. Now, everybody is a human and they may get emotional at times, but People who just literally their lives are run by their feelings, run by how they see things, uh, run by the circumstances that happen on a daily basis. That's not the way to live. You live based upon what you are uh, standing on, the Word of God. Uh, listen to this in Second in First Kings chapter eight. I read this morning. First Kings chapter eight, verse twenty-two. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel, spread out his hands towards heaven, and he said, Lord God of Israel, there is no God in heaven above or on earth below like you, who keep your covenant and mercy with your servants, who walk before you with all of their hearts. This is King Solomon uh, standing before the the, uh, the the altar of God, praying with his arms reached out, standing before God and he makes this confession that your servants you keep your covenant and mercy with your servants who walk before you with all their heart it's got to be a full commitment to God with all of their heart not just a little bit of their heart not just a little bit of their passion not just a little bit of their life who give their heart their life to God on a regular basis give everything to him and You know, 
when, when the reason I bring these things up, like the articles that I bring up, the news that I bring up, it's important that we, we've got to understand these foundational things. I never, I don't bring any of these things up to, to scare anybody or to bring any type of terror or, um, what's the term? Um, I, I'm, it's not propaganda or, um, theories or anything like that. These are th- actual things that are going on. And one of the things I'm believing for, and the, one of the things that I'm standing on and that I've believed I've received is, is a change for the better in the lifetime that I'm existent on the earth. And I, I really think Jesus is going to come back before the time is that I, I leave the earth and pass away. And I, I really believe he'll come back very soon. But in the time that I'm here before Jesus comes in the time that I'm living on this earth, I want to have some sort of social impact and the way that the Lord's delivered, spoken to me or dealt with me, the form in which that needs to come through is the word of God and through the spirit of God and through the power of God, not through, um, you know, a platform of political dominance in any way. I, I don't, I'm not trying to be on that. Pl- could I try to be on that platform? Sure. I could, I could you know, get into a political arena and start having some impact. But I, I want to take some of the things that are happening in our nation because I don't want to take a political stance. I want to take a biblical stance on these things and take what we're hearing, some of the things that are going on, and help us understand that there's a, there, there is a book, there is power behind this book, but there is, and the Bible says in John 1, that Jesus is the word. This, this comes from Jesus in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. Jesus was with God and Jesus is the word of God. There is, he's the answer for anything and everything that we could go through in this country, but there has to be some power behind it and has to be some people. And if I get a, if I get a small group of people together and we're reading the word every day, we can stay foundational on the word of God. I told, I've told you this, the reason for these devotionals is to keep us grounded on the basic principles and the solid foundation that we can keep building upon when you go to church. When you have a, you know, there's a Holy Spirit conference that goes to a, that comes to our church. When you go to these meetings, it builds upon solid foundation. But if you don't have the foundation, those, those meetings that you go to, they can fire you up, but then you, you lose the, the footing. You lose all of the things that were given to you in those types of settings, and you keep restarting every time you go to those, and you get fired up in those meetings, and you go take 10 steps back. You know, you go to a meeting, a church uh, on Sunday or Wednesday, you take three steps forward, and then you don't study or pray in between any services, and you take four steps back. So you're never really getting anywhere. That's why these are so important, incredibly important for the times that we're in, is studying the Word, staying consistent in the things of God. So I hope this is helping this morning. And just looking at news things that that are popping in. I mean, the country is going, it's not just Florida, the country is going bonkers over the bill that Governor DeSantis I saw somebody on uh, someone yesterday posted um, something. They call him Ron DeSavage, just a just a savage governor, and knows how to run a you know a, a state. And and I really like DeSantis for the fact that he believes 
that the impact comes from a local level. And it does, you know, he understands that the, the people are impacted on a state level, not so much a national level, you know, things that passion pass nationally have to go through a state level as well. And so he understands those sort of things. You know, I, it'd be a shame to lose him to, uh, to uh, to uh, him going to like a different level politically or you know within government but he's doing a phenomenal job and, and the thing i like about him is he's holding his ground he's staying consistent he, he doesn't change his message doesn't change and he doesn't change with the flavor of today like let me, let me say something about this mayor out of new york this mayor out of new york who just opened up New York for entertainers, for people to come that said they don't have to have any, there's no mandates for any of the entertainers. And you can go back and, and look, look this up yourself, but this guy's a floozy and comes in and, and starts making laws and changing stuff to, to grow their state again, because I mean, the Democrats have completely obliterated that state over the past two years and with the lockdowns and the stuff that they did. But now he comes in and, He's opening it up to entertainers, opening it up to uh, to open their city, their city up again for people to come and enjoy themselves. But what about what about the local people that live in the state? I mean, what's the circumstances there? I don't I don't know what all the all the laws are. But now he's coming out with the condition that New York is in. He's coming out now, and he's he's blasting Florida, opening up a campaign in Florida against one of the bills that we're passing look look bro our state has worked for the past two years literally and figuratively we've been working for the past two years we don't need your involvement in our state we don't need any input from you about what you think people in florida should do and if you you're telling you're speaking to a, sp a specific demographic in florida and telling them that they should depart because of this bill because they the ones that don't like the bill Good luck because they're the reasons that we're passing the bills in Florida to better the state and to better the, the community here in Florida. So if you want the people up in New York that are causing the problems here, hey, man, those those parents are causing the problems for the children and lead to different problems through the nation. Hey, man, we'll, we'll, I'll be the first one to buy them a bus ticket up there because it's not worth flying them. So the, just the, the nonsense that goes into this kind of stuff, it, it – it's not sensical, doesn't make sense, but we've got to remember it's driven demonically. There's demonic behind it because they're, they're, the, the source of this thing is getting into the root of the children. That's why I showed you that poll that came up in the 90s. There's a reason that the, that was dropping. There's a reason that children are dropping nowadays off of the Christianity and off of uh, um, believing Jesus, trusting Jesus, because... I mean, there's so many things that are giving input, and unless they have good, solid teaching from parents, their church setting, and then they're in it all day. I mean, think about how much, how much time they spend in school and what's going on in that school place. There better be some solid foundation in the church. There better be some solid foundation in that home because when they go out and they come back, if it's not being instilled in them in the small time that we spend with our kids, I mean, there's a lot of times they're spending more time away if they're not homeschooled or they're not in a private school. I mean, even private school. They're spending time away from, and they've got to have those things rooted inside of them, rooted inside of them. And so Mark eleven twenty four spoke to me this morning is when we pray, the things that we desire, when we pray immediately, we, we receive those things. 
So you're believing for change in your nation. You're believing for change in your um, in your school and your your specific district for the teachers. For the you play you pray for that thing. You receive it immediately. You don't have to wait to see it physically and see it actually happening for you to rejoice and be glad in what's happened. And you you legitimately see what's happening and you legitimately believe what you've prayed. You've already already received that thing. Whatever it is, if it's a new vehicle, if it's a new job, if it's a new business, a new business venture, a new branch of a, of a or a new uh, level to your business, your existing business, whatever it is that you believe for and that you're praying for and you're speaking to, as soon as you pray, you believe you've received that thing and you have it immediately. Then when it actually happens, I've said this before, you may not be as excited as you are once it actually gets there because you received it back when you prayed for it. You ever thought about that? Once you actually possess that thing, you actually see some change in the schools. You actually see some things manifest physically that you can um, see and touch and feel. It may not be as exciting to you because when you prayed, you received it then. You actually believed you had it then. And one of the things we have to remember is you've got to stay consistent on that confession and on that belief because you can stray off of it if you don't stay focused on the fact that you've already received it. You can lose track of that. You can start to de- deter from that and uh, and kind of go down a path that you're believing for it and you're waiting to see it and you really haven't seen it manifest and you're kind of in this, this, no, you've received it. You have it. It's already yours. I already have it. You know, the, the, the money, the income, the, the, um, the open door, the new relationship, the, whatever it is, whatever you put your, you put your tag to it, but you believe you've received that thing. It already comes to pass. So I kind of, I just felt this morning, you know, it's not a time to be remorseful. It's not a time to be negative. It's not a time to be down. It's not a time to, to blast people. We pray, we believe we receive the impact that we pray takes effect immediately. We believe we received the change that we're believing for, you know, talking about, especially in our nation, in our cities, in our state, you believe that you receive it immediately. You don't have to see the change to believe it and be excited about it. I'm not scared. I I don't walk around all day in fear and looking around and, you know, who's going to get me and, you know, who's going to get attacked my family. You know, look, I know the devil's out there. He's trying to do his best. But I've got a hedge of protection on my family. I keep a constant, you know, prayer life going on in our family. My daughter's gotten a habit now. She asks us if we're going to pray each night before we go to bed. You know, we create a culture. We create a habit. We create a lifestyle of believing and trusting our God. Just like we see with Solomon. He stood before the altar of God. He raised his hands towards, spread out his hands and raised his, his arms towards heaven. And he reminds God of all the promises. You've kept your promise with my servant David and my father. You've spoken with your mouth and fulfilled it with your hand, and it is this day. Therefore, Lord God of Israel, now keep what you have promised with your servant David, my father, saying, you shall not fail to have man sit before me on the throne of Israel. He's reminding God. He's received it already. This is a powerful, powerful 
uh, principle to establish ourselves upon. So I, so I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for joining me this morning on the devotional. Remember, you can check out dylanmaverick.com for any questions or anything you want to get into contact with me about. You can give on there as well, support what we're doing, trying to reach a lot of people and help a lot of people. It's all we're trying to do, and it's important. Remember this, preaching the gospel is important. I saw something come across the other day. Um, on one of my one of my social media feeds, just a guy that dogs ministers and preachers, and uh, his whole page is filled up with all. I mean, he knows pro, he knows more preachers than I've ever heard of, and talks about the jets they have, the homes they have, and um, and he's just listing them and just obliterating all of them and his opinions about them. And and the only thing I can think of is there's not one CEO on his page. There's not one uh, uh, executive person on his page that flies a, you know, a Falcon 50 around the country and um, goes to their meetings and all these, these fancy jets and has nice things. Why? Because they think the CEO or the executive is doing something more important than what the preacher is. And I couldn't disagree with that more. All, all I'm saying, the only reason I bring that up is because there's a lot of uh, convoluted, weird people out there, and we've got to stay true to the things of God. God wants you blessed, and the preaching, ministering of the Word of God, like I was saying, we want to further this and reach as many people as we can. There is nothing wrong with preaching the gospel. It's one of the most important things that can be done on this earth. It's it's It re- produces faith. It releases faith to people, and that's what Jesus wants to see when he returns, is people full of faith. So we've got to get the word out to people. So help me do that. Be a partner with us. I believe in for 420 people to partner. Maybe you're one of them. Ask the Lord if he'd have you do anything. You know, it doesn't have to be a huge amount. It doesn't have to be a small amount. So whatever the Lord puts on your heart to do. And the Lord will bless the seed that you sow and increase it. That could be part of what you're believing for. If you're believing for increase continually, you continually sow. That's what partnership does. And we'll be able to reach a lot of people. So Love you so much. Thanks for joining me live. I'll see you tomorrow morning bright and early. If you're listening by podcast, thanks for listening. Uh, Join us tomorrow again live. Be blessed today. Love you so much. And I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Bye-bye.